Hey everyone, and welcome back to TR TV News. You know, it's first contact day here in 2021, and there's a lot coming this year, and we really, really need to talk about it. So with that, let's engage. Well, everyone, welcome to um, some more TRTV news. It has certainly been a minute since uh, we had any news uh, come out here, at least on the podcast. And as everyone knows, April 5th is uh, First Contact Day. If you didn't know that, well, now you know. And knowing is half the battle, as we borrow that from one of our uh, fellow uh, shows from the, the 80s and the 90s. Uh, Anyway, how have y'all been? And not that y'all can, you know, talk back to me and I can hear you or anything like that, but um, hope you're all well, at least, um, as we as we talk about some Star Trek. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you go to uh, whatever streaming uh, service you use or, you know, listening service you use for podcasts and give us a like, give us a follow, leave a comment on, um, on what you're liking. That's how we know um, how we're doing and... Um, we just dropped an episode, a long overdue episode at that for, um, for, uh, for the podcast. And, um, it was actually our Star Trek discovery season three retrospective and, um, finally have that behind us. Um, you know, there was some, um, some stuff that was happening in beginning of February. Uh, like I said in the, the intro, so I won't go through it completely but um a lot of a lot of stuff um or not just something happened that um caused me to uh not be able to uh focus so much on recording um due to uh my mother's death um that happened mom had um uh cancer and uh anyway she um, had been fighting it for about a year, a little over a year actually, and um, she had uh, passed away two days after we had recorded the uh, Disco Season 3 retrospective. And I'm not going to lie, it has been uh, one heck of a trip, uh, one heck of a, of a journey uh, since then. And um, it, it's between that and, you know, getting back into, like, writing for uh for school for doing my dissertation uh it, it's it's been pulling me in all directions and uh, it's really been sapping the zapping the you know the creative juices so to speak and i was talking to um eric recently um about like you know i need to get back in the saddle i need to be doing this stuff some more doing it again more regularly so we do have content coming your way um, as you're listening to this, of course, you know that there's content here. <laughs> so, um, if that wasn't already obvious and, um, we, we actually have a treat in store for y'all, um, here in a couple days when, um, on the seventh, um, uh, for, as we talk about some, uh, first contact stuff. So, um, I want to get into it, uh, like like I said, today is is first contact day, 
and we had a uh, about a two, three hour, I think it was, it was two and a half hour event thereabouts um, with, uh, you know, Paramount Plus and Star Trek.com where it was just back to back programmed panels uh, for for just Star Trek content in general. So um, while it's not really a spoiler, uh, I'm still going to, you know, do some kind of, you know, spoiler alert, so to speak, uh, just because there might be folks that don't want to, you know, check out, don't want to listen to what might be coming uh, in terms of Star Trek and just the fandom in general. They want to just maybe wait until the shows and the things actually drop. So with that, uh, let this be considered your spoiler alert, your red alert, right? So turn off now if you need to. So we will be starting our discussion of uh, Star Trek First Contact Day the event uh, in five, four, three, two, one. All right. So, um, a, a lot of there was a lot of information that came out of First Contact Day today. The, um, we had the event that was hosted by Will Wheaton and uh, was it Mika Burton, so Lavar Burton's daughter. And uh, they bounce back and forth between these online virtual panels. That was it was completely free. Uh, in fact, if you logged on to Paramount Plus, it just redirected you to StarTrek.com/slash/FirstContactDay, and that's where everything took place. And it started out with them just you know being cordial and goofy with each other, which was nice. And then we had it kicked off with. Uh, Sir Patrick Stewart uh, talking about uh, just kind of giving a little teaser. Uh, we'll talk about being in Star Trek and um, his, t- you know, him enjoying being in Star Trek. And what we got from it was we ended up getting a teaser from um, Star Trek Picard season two. And a lot of just sweeping shots in general from from the teaser and in the particular teaser we saw um, what was it we saw like the chateau we saw his um, study which looked like it got like a redress so you can I mean all the stuff that I'm describing to you you can go to startrek.com and you can look at it yourself and come up with your own thoughts your own opinions your views over the these things that I'm talking about but Anyways, we, we see all these shots, these pans of like different things um, in his study with a little voiceover by uh, Picard, by Patrick Stewart. And uh, it's talking about time and second chances is the general uh, message that is kind of being said. And then we get to the very last shot of like a deck of cards with one card turned over and wouldn't you know it's the queen of hearts but there's like a little um, little visual effect that has the card going away until it's only the cue that's available and 
Um, that was the whole point. So Q is going to be in season two of Star Trek Picard. So I know that's going to be something that's going to make some of y'all happy and some of y'all not so happy. And uh, for for me, just watching that happen, I got goosebumps uh, with with the Q cackle of sorts and hearing that the trial never ends. So there's a there's quite a few different directions that, of course, this could go, and we're still you know, close to a year away from, uh, from being able to actually see it. So, um, anyway, with, with that happening with, you know, with Q, uh, coming back, um, I, I, I don't know what to expect, but, um, I, for one, am excited and it was at the very end that it was announced that Star Trek Picard Season 2 is coming in, um, in 2022. So if I were a betting man, I would guess we're probably talking like what we dealt with uh, with Picard Season 1, where we're looking at like maybe like a January, like an early January uh, type of thing. Um, and I, I'm kind of thinking that just because of what we have with um, the other shows they're going to be coming out too and um ju just the fact that we know that these other shows that are coming out will all be coming out in 2021 so i'm speculating but I, I i'm willing to bet that we're gonna have a similar type of situation like we did this last year with uh you know lower decks leading into uh what was it uh disco season three where we had uh, 23 weeks of Star Trek. And knowing that we had 23 weeks of Star Trek, which was almost a half a year of brand new Star Trek coming out on a week-to-week -week -week basis, is pretty darn cool. So let's, let's just kind of keep that in mind um, as we you know kind of talk about these other shows, these other developments that are going to be coming out. But it was really neat hearing... Um, Will Wheaton, Patrick Stewart, and John Delancey all talking about this season two thing, and even Patrick still kind of teasing out some of the things um, as they are going through, uh, you know, the actual production of of season two of Picard right now. And John Delancey uh, just relish is relishing the opportunity to come back and is really excited to, uh, you know, portray Q once again. Uh, we know that he portrayed Q, of course, in an episode of Lower Decks. I mean, it, albeit it was animated form, but still, I mean, we're going to be getting the 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 real deal, you know, the, the in the flesh Q. So that's that's going to be really neat. So something to look forward to, um, especially if you're a cat and mouse kind of person when it comes to Picard and with Q. Um, there has been speculation for, I don't know, the last year now, um, you know, with Picard ending um, around the time that the, the COVID-19 pandemic started in the United States, there was a bunch of, of rumors that Q could come back and kind of uh, reverse some things for Picard. And I don't know if that's going to happen. 
Um, that would be, I think, maybe two on the nose, but I'm not discounting it. Um, I, I really hope it's not going to be a rehash of Tapestry. That's my biggest thing. I mean, we've already seen a, um, like, like we've already seen what Tapestry did, like, in terms of, like, getting Picard to think about life and mortality and seizing the day. And Patrick Stewart was even talking about how what we see happen in this season has never been done before or thought of before. So allegedly it's going to be groundbreaking. Um, I just hope we're not kind of dealing with one of those, you know, Paul Bettany, um, red herring kind of things where he was talking about, you know, wanting to work with someone that he's always wanted to work with. And it ended up just being himself. Spoilers. If you've never seen WandaVision, sorry. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that we aren't getting more of the same type of thing. I mean, I really hope it is something genuine. And um, just like Picard season one, I am excited about season two, despite my feelings about how it ended. Um, I still think it's a pretty decent show for Star Trek. And um, it did pretty darn well with our TRTV awards, if I'm remembering it uh, correctly at all. So uh, just something to uh, keep in mind. Now there were other panels that we saw that we saw um, um, over the rest of the day. We saw uh, uh, folks talking about uh, what was it? Hold on. Uh, it was like a little recap, you know, 25 years after Star Trek: First Contact. So this is the 25th anniversary of Star Trek: First Contact, and um, it, it was it was a really fun. Just a fun little recap. I mean, it was, gosh, what was it? Like maybe like a 30-minute, 30 35-minute conversation, just kind of talking about and reminiscing about how how it came to be. And as someone that just loves the heck out of Star Trek First Contact, um, I was very, 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 very happy to, you know, hear more about it and to have that kind of discussion. Um, there was... Uh, with that particular panel, it was Will Wheaton, Patrick Stewart, Brent Spiner, um, Alice Krieg, and um, Jonathan Frakes that all came together and talked about it. And Brent Spiner talked about this very terrifying uh, moment in production, um, particularly like with the Borg Cube and stuff. So I would um, recommend that you check out that clip on Star Trek.com um, and you know, kind of experience that for yourself. Um, I would put it in here, but I don't want to get, you know, potentially in trouble for it uh, with CBS and Paramount. Um, other panels had to do with creating first contact moments. Uh, so it was talking about, uh, you know, creature effects, design, makeup, costuming, visual effects, and just how like the collaborations go into uh, creating like the scenes, the stories that we um, we all have grown to enjoy um, on Star Trek. So, uh, just uh, there was um, who was that? Um, Gersha Phillips, who's the costume designer, um, who has been the costume designer for uh, Discovery. We also have Jason Zimmerman 
Neville Page and uh, James McKinnon. Uh, now, James McKinnon was actually I kind of still newish. Um, I mean, at the time that first Contact came out, um, he had been doing, I think, visual effects for like 10, 15 years. So uh, compared now to the 30, almost 40 years he's been doing it. So it's kind of neat that someone that's been around um, in one era of Trek has tr now transitioned into this new era of Trek. Um, so just just some continuity, um, even though we might like nitpick. And just like the conversation was really cool. Like I really enjoyed the, the conversation they were having about um, the evolution of like products and how they have to think about uh, just the type of prosthesis that they're using and how it's it's changed like two, three, four times at least since the 80s and the 90s era of Star Trek, especially since the 1960s. And just hearing them kind of talk about that was really cool. So I would highly recommend that if you're into, you know, the the costuming, the, the makeup, you know, the, the prosthetic stuff to go back and check out this panel because it was really cool. Uh, it was it was very enjoyable and just kind of again the collaboration I think that's the thing about like Star Trek is like we're, it's it's all about it should be about talking and collaborating with one another and while it's not necessarily on screen it's on screen in terms of like how they like share creature effects and um, prosthetics with say Gersha Phillips who's doing costume design for for the show um, to make sure that she has an idea of like how big a head is or you know a neck um, how big a shoulder or something's going to be so that she has a better idea of of designing um, costuming for you know regulars and guests that might be on a particular episode so um, again it's it's really stinking cool now there's there's a couple highlights um, just moving into that I'm not going to do this any justice at all at all and it has to do with Nichelle Nichols and we're going to have to do a straight up regular episode on, on her and just women in general of Star Trek because this woman, like, I knew she was amazing, but I didn't realize how amazing she actually was until I was listening to this panel that dropped at um, about 1.15 Pacific, so it would have been 3.15 for me uh, here in the Central Time Zone. But there was the, the fourth panel of the day had to do with uh, what was called Women in Motion. And the description for it was, our panelists look back at how Star Trek the original series actress Nichelle Nichols helped pave the way for women of color on television and overall her lasting impact on not only Star Trek but science and culture. And it it talks about like how she paved the way for more opportunity at NASA and space exploration for a much more diverse population. And I, I'm not I, I'm if I say too little I feel bad if I don't just you need to listen to 
this particular panel. Um, just talking about the efforts that she made with representing science. Like, she... She paved the way for women of color, for people of color, to have more opportunity in science, specifically with NASA, because of her role as Uhura on Star Trek. And just how much stuff has just advanced as a result of her is just so stinking cool. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a, there's a documentary that has been or is being um, produced right now that uh, if, if that is in fact true, we will cover that on the show at some point. So um, please check this out. I can't urge you, urge you folks enough to go check this out, please. Um, I think it's going to be be pretty cool. Um, you know, I think I think it is really cool. Um, just what Star Trek has done for society, for culture in general, and just how much it, it pushes the envelope and gets us to think and develop as a society. Um, I think that's that's really cool about about Star Trek. Um, there were um, some other um, panels. Uh, there's one on second contact, which talks about, you know, the B stories that we see. And of course, um, lower decks, uh, where we had Mike McMahon, Jonathan Frakes, Brent Spiner, uh, Paul Tompkins, and it was hosted by Will Wheaton. And then we, we got, um, a little preview of, um, first contact and, um, or, or, I'm sorry, first contact with Star Trek Prodigy. So we actually got to get more information about this. So if you don't want to know anything about Prodigy, then, you know, again, you've already been warned. But the Janeway that's going to be appearing, from what we, we know, what we understand so far, is going to be a hologram. And she is going to be in her Star Trek Voyager captain's uniform in hologram form um, as as she helps mentor these young people and um, that particular show is going to be coming out in 2021 so so far we have Lower Deck Season 2 2021 we have Prodigy 2021 and um, we also got a sneak peek at um Star Trek Discovery Season 4 with a bunch of new things to it. Uh, there was like a two-minute clip, I want to say, or not clip, a two-minute like teaser thereabouts of Discovery Season 4. New uniforms, kind of. Uh, updated new uniforms. And I'm going to have to to maybe save on some of that for um, perhaps like another episode or something, but Saru is definitely back in this from what we can tell. And I'm thinking maybe he's an ambassador based on like some of the stuff that I'm seeing. Uh, and again, y'all can all check this out yourself and um, determine with it, determine what you will about it. Uh, it looks, I don't know what it looks like. But I like the uniforms. I think the uniforms look cool. And 
Uh, we have what looks like maybe a Cardassian human hybrid in it. Um, we also have maybe uh, we have we have some more Kelpians is what it looks like too, uh, which I think is to be expected based on how season three ended, and uh, some kind of gravitational anomaly that's impacting the crew uh, at this juncture. So just some stuff to keep in mind. Uh, all in all, I thought it was a pretty decent uh, first contact day event that Star Trek.com and Paramount Plus put on. And it, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of this year develops in terms of content, like if stuff gets shifted around in terms of premiere dates and things like that. But from what I'm understanding so far, we have uh, three shows in 2021, which would mean that something's got to drop pretty soon. I, I would guess maybe this summer, if I were guessing. And uh, from there, probably rolling right into Star Trek Picard. So there's a chance we could end up having like, I don't know, 30 or 40 some odd weeks of Star Trek, which that's a lot of Star Trek to cover, which means that's going to be a lot of Engage episodes that me and the guys are going to have to do. So um, David and Eric, you've been warned. Um, if that's what y'all want to do. <laughs> so just something to keep in mind. And um, anyway, that's all I got. This has been kind of like a drive-by fruiting. And as y'all know, like TRTV news is meant to be kind of short. Uh, it's not meant to be like, you know, more like the regular traditional episodes like we do with the main show or with our Engage recap episodes. Um, so I hope this has piqued your interest in terms of knowing what has been coming out, what is coming out with Star Trek um, in the very near future. So, um, as always, if you know you like what you heard, you know, let us know. You can send us a voice-only transmission to 817-752-4757. You can also send us a an email to trtvpod at gmail.com. Um, if you want to mail us something, like a note or whatever, that's fine. You can mail it to P.O. Box 2455, Azel, Texas, 76098. Thank you so much for checking out the news today. And as always, may you always remember to boldly go and make it so.